Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. I'm really excited for, for the NFL to be back. We're recording this on Thursday night. I know it will go out on Friday morning. So it actually, they eight minutes ago, uh, right. we had the NFL kick off. And so uh, with with Bills versus Rams. Um, so I know that, that I was looking forward to just the NFL in general, but yes. also really honing in on this Buccaneers game against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. And I know last week, Casey, we did our draft and we talked about some of the games we're most excited for. And neither yep. one of us had this game on it, but it was my number four pick. It really was. If we had more I, time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm totally, I'm really into this game. I think it's going to be really telling in a lot of ways. We're going to get into that. But Casey, I'm going to flip it on you now. How, yeah. how are you doing? How has your week been? Honestly, I feel like I'm in a twilight zone <laughs> and I think it's just a collective, like it's just a collection of coming off of a holiday weekend, which was like kind of a holiday situation and definitely a work situation, <laughs> then full throttle into all the week one stuff. And as you know, and as fans will come to know, Kaylee and I are both heavily involved on the hockey side of life. So then there's just been, oh crap hockey's about to be here. Let's find that balance. Um, and then just life. And I'm, I'm that person where if I go two, three, four days without working out, it starts to get me stir crazy a little bit. So I'm just in a twilight zone holiday week one hockey, no exercise home. 
<laughs> but that has not minimized the excitement for what's about to go down on Sunday. And what a strong kickoff for the NFL season with the reigning Super Bowl champions with the Rams taking on one of the best defenses in the league with the Bills. So I will definitely have that, you know, popping on uh, in the in the background and stuff and then catch up on the rest of that when we wrap up here. But, you know, I can't complain. It's a great day in Tampa Bay per usual and an exciting weekend ahead, which takes us into the new episode. As always, guys, we want to bring you the top insight information and all the things you need to know regarding your favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, week of practice heading into week one, we had the encouraging news of Chris Godwin, you know, doing drills and, and warming up in practice without that knee brace on. Um, he doesn't look to be hesitant. We've seen players bounce back from big injuries and be, you know, really hesitant and somewhat nervous. A perfect example that I have is uh, OJ Howard. He was just, you can tell that he was terrified. He wasn't ready to fully trust the leg, trust the Achilles when he bounced back from his injury. And Chris Godwin doesn't look like that. Um, so there was that exciting news. More importantly, on the Chris Godwin situation and, and topic is the fact that no, he did not practice or participate today, but he was listed as full participation yesterday. So what does this mean? This means that we may or may not see him on Sunday. This means that fans are highly anticipating a Chris Godwin return, but then there's other people like myself. That's like, you know what? We don't need him on Sunday. I don't think it's a necessity to rush this guy back. I say, ease him into it, regardless of the, 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 that the Bucks have coming up here. You don't want to lose Chris Godwin early and you don't want to put him in a position where he's not going to be, you know, where he's going to be okay and not completely strive to be the excellent wide receiver that we know him to be. So Chris Godwin today, when asked the question, are you playing Sunday? Left it to, it's going to be a game time decision. Talk about pins and needles. Kaylee, do you think he needs to be playing? Has any of this news been exciting for you? Frustrating, stressful? Where's your head at with Chris Godwin? So I, I, I think I feel similarly to you in that I don't think it's necessary that he plays. I'd rather him get healthy. I'd rather him get right mm -hmm. before he to that. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Um, I think more so than that, Casey, and I don't know if I, you know, I, I think I'm interested to see the different weapons that Tom Brady has this year. Specifically, and we've talked about this before, I'm really interested to see the weapon of Julio Jones. So yes. maybe selfishly because of that, I'm like, okay, Godwin, you can stay back a week. And we can maybe get like a few more Julio Jones sightings because mm -hmm. I would like to see that. I would like to see some of those explosive plays because I think it will happen. Um, and then ease Chris Godwin back into it. I think that he is going to, I think that they're going to need him more, I would say in weeks two, three and beyond. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a point in rushing him back because I just like you, I don't think it's super necessary. Um, but I, but I think I'm happy that he's healthy. I'm happy that he's, um, you know, Progressing nicely. getting ready. And in in terms of he's going to be a game time decision, I think that the Bucks trust him enough to where mm -hmm. they're going to rely on how he feels. And they are, I, I think they are pretty heavily going to rely on his personal, the way that he is analyzing himself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think in his drills, I think he's he's looked good. I think um, 
but it's just one of those things where you don't want to the kind of injury that he had is just such it, it's such an injury that you can you just don't want to come back too early because yeah. you want to have all the movement you want to be able to explode and if he's not fully ready he's not going to be able to explode and and yes. and he needs that uh to be successful and so i think that i i think play it safe wait and mm -hmm. then moving forward, we can maybe maybe see a little bit more of Godwin uh, once Absolutely. we know that he's like fully ready, fully healthy, and can really take on some of these pretty talented defenses. Yeah, um, they're gonna bring the punch. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if they know a weakness in him, they're gonna go after it. I mean, football is yeah. a tough game. They they don't hold back and. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to exploit his weaknesses. Um, I'm not saying that people are out here like trying to Targeting, be dirty, but that, yeah. but that is a part of the game. People are going to use your injuries and your past against mm -hmm. you. They get a scouting report. They know. Mm -hmm. And so if there's any weakness, they're going to exploit it. And I just don't think that you want to give that to people. Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. And I didn't even think about it from that angle. Uh, if you're going up against a highly competitive team, and actually, just to kind of build on that, there's been so much conversation on the Dallas Cowboys side after hearing that they weren't exactly the favorites to win this game. So they're going in with a chip on their shoulder and to the highest competitive they can come into. Um, if I'm quoting this correctly, I'm pretty sure it was Demarcus Lawrence that retweeted when the game came out revenge so there's just there's a lot of heat on this game and you put it in a, in a really perspective to say there could be people that are just out there you know and they might get really caught up in the competitive nature and the content of the sport and it just wouldn't be worth it um and then kind of pivoting off of chris godwin but continuing on the offense with updated news and information regarding your favorite team the tampa buccaneers is the press conferences that took place on Thursdays is typically where we get a chance to chat with Tom Brady. And he had some interesting remarks to the fact that, you know, don't do great. If the offensive line doesn't do great, they'll put other people at risk. Um, that was kind of eye opening because Tom has been quite vocal about this offensive line. Um, and there's been no changes or updates other than the fact that, you know, rookie Luke Gedeke is going to be starting. Um, and they're going to continue to trust him in that position. But other than that, it sounds like this is going to be the ultimate test for the Bucks' offensive line and how they're going to be able to hang in there, you know, throughout the rest of this season until there's more information regarding uh, Ryan Jensen and so on and so forth. So that was some interesting remarks from Tom Brady, but on a positive note, because we don't have to hammer even more Tom Brady worrying about the O-line news. We can also talk about the exciting news of the coaches, the offensive coordinator of Byron Leftwich, um, talking highly about running back Rashad White. And you and I touched on this a couple nights ago. And when you mentioned, you know, when we were discussing the fact that he had worked his way up to that running back two spot over Keyshawn Vaughn right on the shoulder of Leonard Fournette. So with these moving pieces taking place and on all these updates and closing out on a week of practice, I think we're going to see a really interesting offense orchestrated against the Dallas Cowboys at, you know, in Dallas on Sunday prime time. And that just kind of ramps up the excitement for even more. Yeah. And Casey, Tom Brady is a smart guy. And so I, I wonder at least if there's maybe some 
motivation or maybe some ulterior motives to him being as vocal as he is being about his mm-hmm. O-line. So here's the thing. We talked before about Tom Brady missing days and, and all this stuff, unprecedented. But he's Tom Brady. And and I don't, of course, everybody said, well, is he he retired? Then he unretired? Is, this, is he maybe not as in love with the sport? But then you come out and you see what he does and the way that he's trained yes. and the way that he does the things to his body. And you're like, no, this guy's clearly super dedicated to the sport, to his team, to winning and mm-hmm. to going out. If this is his going out year on a high note, right? That's what he Absolutely. wants. He wants to go out on a super bowl championship and he has the position to do that this year with this team. Part of Brady's approach to media is using it as a fuel, using it as fuel for the fire. And so part of me wonders if Brady is kind of stroking the, this fire about the O-line to fuel them and get them pissed off, frankly, so -hmm. that on Sunday night in front of national television on Sunday night football, everyone is going to be watching them. They come out and they step up for the GOAT, their QB, mm-hmm. I think that there might be some external factors in what he's saying. I think oh, that he's yeah. a really smart guy. He's a chess player. He's strategic. And I think in some of the things that he's saying, it is very strategic. And I think it's probably used to fuel and motivate this O-line. Because, and we're going to get into this, Casey. Oh, yes. This team they're not just facing oh they're they're facing the cowboys yeah but casey they're facing they're facing micah parsons right Mm -hmm. like that that means something it means something who they're going up against and how tough he's gonna be as the nfl's reigning rookie you know defensive yeah year it means something. Again, we're going to get more into that. But I think there's a little bit of, you know, I think he's playing into this narrative. I think oh, yeah. he wants to get the national media talking. I think he wants to get the local media talking because they are. Everyone is talking about Brady, about the O-line, about can they do it. And Brady is adding fuel to that fire for a reason. I well, he knows how to it. play the media game, too. So you said 100%. it. He plays chess knows how to feed into the media. He knows how to leave the breadcrumbs that are going to make you talk about him for weeks and months on end. And all of the, all of the fire started over a month ago and it just slowly keeps getting flamed and flamed and flamed and flamed and flamed. And now the brush fire is going to hit with the regular season. And to be honest, he's one guy that probably has the most strong shoulders if we're, you know, really taking, taking a look at things because he's coming off of this whole 11 day absence. Everybody is in his business, even though they have no, place there and so you know it's the last hurrah it's this it's that there's just all of these narratives surrounding one guy and he has to make it count because Kay Adams said it perfectly the other day on one on her new show she said no matter what happens if he has one bad game one bad snap one bad situation it's all going to circle back to the 11 day absence and this and that and that headline and this headline so he has no margin for error he has no room to breathe and this is something who hasn't wavered in confidence or stride 
So this is going to be interesting, but the brush fire has begun. We're about to see a different edition of the goat, whether you like it or not, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's about to be different.